show Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey. Along with me always is Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? Oh, you fucking asshole! That was mine! <laughs> <laughs> see, see, this is what happens in Trump's America, okay? Brian gets to say whatever the fuck he wants. You oh, got it out man. of your system? You got it out of your system now? Yeah, you have to no, now. probably not. Probably not. I'm going to be making plenty well, of Later things. in the episode, there's going to be a bunch of shit coming up, I swear. I, I, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not sure. done. And Super Vegan Brian. Ah, dick. <laughs> no, it's happening thanks, already. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> no longer, it's no longer thanks, Obama. No, no, wait, wait. Oh, Obama's still in the White House for until January, so thanks, Trump, Obama. Thanks, Trump, Obama. <laughs> It's not the direction I wanted this episode to go. Okay. <laughs> okay, everybody. Oh, wow, that worked. <laughs> you guys are like, all right. <laughs> We're surprisingly helpful. But uh, it, I'm sure we throw you all off just now, everybody. The, but this episode is not about the election. So anybody who is worried about that, you can just start saying your thanks now. Now, today we we're actually talking about elections. I thought this was the nerdy podcast. <laughs> There's somebody sitting there going, wait a minute, I'm here for nerd stuff, not to hear about Trump. But don't worry, everybody. No, today we're actually going to talk about that magical, wonderful being who who lived and sacrificed and came back to take care of us and to make sure everything is right in the world. No, Anthony, before you freak out, it's not Jesus. I was going to say Buddha, but you know, whatever. Uh, him too. I mean, but no, we're actually talking about the one, the only, the great Harry Potter, the boy who lived. Oh. I'm going to give you a little golf clap for that intro, Michael, because that was hands down the best one you've ever done. <laughs> I'm not going to actually do it because we're not allowed to clap in front of the microphones. But I'm, I'm giving him a golf clap. I am. Virtual yeah. golf clap. Can, can you I'm, hear it? No. <laughs> That's because it's a golf clap. There it goes. It, it just sounds like me fapping. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing something very dirty at your house. <laughs> it just sounds like me fapping. <laughs> yeah, so, Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I can't talk with an English accent for the life of me. Can either of you? I can try. I I, I used to sound really cockney. Let's see. The lips go in there. That wasn't food. I don't believe Harry Potter. That was bad. Harry, Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter. Is this <laughs> Or wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Is this entire episode going to be us just trying to like use our messed up uh, English accents. You, you're in for a right kicking Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Oh, bloody hell. No, no, it's going to be you two just... annoying me is what it's going to be. <laughs> yes, this is annoying Brian Hour. I love it. Weird. Today we are discussing basically the Potterverse. Not just the books, but you know everything Harry Potter, you know? But the books will be the main focus because they are what started all of this. So, but we're going to get into that very well. We're going to talk about but that. first everything. But first, don't steal my thunder, Brian. <laughs> but, but first, we're going to play everybody's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? And I went first last. So, and we never do make Brian. So, Brian, you're going first. Oh uh, well, I went to Who's Live Anyway, the live show with some of the cast members from Whose Line Is It Anyway. 
Yeah, Ryan Stiles was there, and I am a massive Ryan Stiles fan. I didn't get to go. Yeah, that trip may had something to do with our last guests. Thank you, Jeff. That was very nice of you to help me get those tickets. You're a wonderful person. <laughs> You're a very good person. So, and so you guys went and seen that. Was it, was it a lot like the show? It was good. I, I took my mom, and she was... I've never heard her laugh. Well, it may have been a, just a really long time before I've heard her laugh that hard and that long. It was really, it was a really good show. We were close to, we were like in the fifth row. Wow. That's actually pretty close. How long was it? Almost two hours. It was a oh, really okay. long show. No intermission too. Really? Yeah. So your sides must hurt. Oh, it was, it was a good show. It was, I mean, for me, literally it was, it was like watching the show online, but there. I mean, it really wasn't very different than not watching it on a screen. It was really good, but I've seen that show. Like, I've seen every video of that show, and it was just like the videos of that show. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was. It so was so good. it's like mm. something that just keeps them sharp for the for the actual show. It 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 was a family venue, so they couldn't curse. Oh, um, that that's a lot of training right there. Then so it was, um, you know. If it was not a family venue, I think it would have been a different experience than being able to see it on the screen. Because I know they do. I know that they curse when they can. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I know that. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can get the gag reels from the, from who, from the, the show from the show on YouTube. And they're constantly <laughs> cursing and then redoing takes. Yeah, because they're messing up bad. Yeah. Like, it's improv, but at the same time, the moment you mess up, you got to re-improv. And I'm pretty sure that takes skill. Yeah, it's kind of really neat because on the on the actual show, they edited it a bit. But the live show, it felt like the show. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, better musician. Um, it was like the, the head musician for Second City. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. So that's great. So, Anthony, what's your thing? What makes you nerdy this week? Uh, the fact that I'm alive. That's what makes me nerdy. <laughs> I gutted two video games this week. Oh, You two. gutted two video games? That's really nerdy. Were they I cartridges? I gutted. G-O-T-T-E-D. It's not gotted. a word. I made it a word. This is Trump's America. We can say whatever we want now. Okay? <laughs> we, just, we just make up words now. We just make up words Oh, now. hell. This okay. is going to be a long episode. <laughs> so, I got... Titanfall 2. Oh, I want that. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. I like being a robot. And then <laughs> a, robot. a robot. And then I got Tyranny. Now, yeah. some some people might have remembered I mentioned this once before. So it was made by this company called Obsidian, and they made the game called Pillars of Eternity. They also made uh, Fallout New Vegas. Oh. They they're they're very well known for making RPG games. Now, this game is a classical um top-down RPG game, like uh, Boulder's Gate, much like Pillars of Eternity was. Uh, In this game, imagine the battle between the good guys and the bad guys have already been decided, and evil has won. Evil is victorious. And you are one of the evil men, one of the evil guys, what he calls fate binders. Basically, his, his judge, his voice, when he can't be there to speak. So you have to go around and judge people on his behalf. What's the name of the game again? Tyranny. Okay. Um, so the minor early game spoiler stuff, the, the thing of the game is there is one small remainder bastion of resistance and the armies of the, um, the evil empire have been failing in 
quelling this rebellion. So you are sent there with something known as an edict, which is a base, basically a super massive, powerful spell that destroys everything in its wake. And you are sent to this place not to use the edict against the rebellion, but against your own soldiers. And and Mister Evil Dictator's like, tell my armies if they don't shape up, everyone dies. And that is Ooh. your job. That sounds boring. Why does that sound boring? What's gameplay like? Like like Baldur's Gate, you know, it's all RPG style, top down, like you oh, know, that like would ta- probably be good, like a tabletop game kind of thing. That'd probably but be good. That sounds why, good. Why do you think it sounds? Why do you think it sounds boring? Because it's so tropey. It's like you work for the bad guy, and there's resistance, and you. I mean, it's the same story. It's you know, a, a big group takes over in a revolution, and then there's a resistance. But in this one, you happen to play someone who works for the bad guy. What a twist. What a twist. That is a twist. I think it's cool. <laughs> That's good. So All right, maybe, so maybe you just described it really badly. Maybe I did. <laughs> You're an ass. I thought it sounded cool. Now I, I, now I, now I feel bad. I'm getting revenge on you for last episode. Now I feel bad. <laughs> suck all the joy out of your lives. <laughs> Anthony, your description is bad and you should feel bad. I do. <laughs> okay. Michael. Yes. What What is your nerdy thing? Ah. Well, I, I actually have. <laughs> ah. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. We're at a podcast. I, uh, I, I Indubitably. I kind of I have an honorable mention and I have my nerdy thing. My honorable mention is that I got a birthday present from a certain co-host, Brian, and <laughs> he sent it to me in the most evil way, as far as I can tell. He sent it to me like at the middle of October and made me swear that I wouldn't open it until my birthday. Well, his wife took it away. <laughs> that too. He, he had an inside man, woman. So I sat there for weeks looking at this package, wanting to know exactly what it was. Well, she got the invoice, so she knew what it was. And she was just like, nope, can't open it. Nope, don't open it. I'm going to tell Brian, and you're going to get in trouble. You're going to be in so much trouble. And me not thinking, oh, well, Brian's a grown-up, and I'm a grown-up. All he could do is be like, dude, you opened it. So I could have sent you a return box from Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) There was something I could have done. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't mean I would have put it in the box. Yeah, but it meant you should put it in the box. Because yeah. as far as Amazon concerned, I returned it. <laughs> yeah. So, but so it was killing me and killing me. And then I wake up at like midnight. I'm like, it's my birthday. I ran out to the kitchen and I opened the box at 1203. <laughs> I'm like, it's my birthday. And I opened it and it was the, it was, it's an ash pop vinyl from army of darkness. He's got the chainsaw hand and he's got his boomstick. And I was so excited. I wrote, I immediately wrote Brian. And I, was, I didn't even think, oh, he's asleep right now. I was just like, I opened it. Oh, my God. You read my mind. Thank you so much. This is wonderful. Thank you. It made Daniel Cross jealous. Did it? Really? did. Yeah. He posted on the on the page. He was like, I'm jealous. I was like, I get you presents every birthday and Christmas. <laughs> Michael, I'm surprised that that was your nerdy thing and that your nerdy thing wasn't what you actually did on your birthday. No, that was his no, 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 honorable no. mention. Honorable oh. Okay. I thought last week you guys used Medieval Times. No. Oh, no. You're going to do that the next day. So you're going to use Medieval Times now? Yeah. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Spoilers. Thanks, Trump Obama. <laughs> No, yeah, but you yeah, know, medieval times is pretty much my nerdy thing, but it's a very specific thing that I did at medieval times. You see, we went there, 
And we sat in the Red Knight section, the glorious, the best night ever. Like his hair was even awesome. Dude, his hair is amazing. And that beard. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, Green Knight. You shut up. No, screw you. Green Knight is a dick piece of trash. <laughs> Red Knight is Lord. I would laugh if next time we go, we end up on the Green Knight side. <laughs> I know. I, oh, man. I just, I, I'm going to find out. what I'm like, I'm going to hold up the picture of the knight from of the Red Knight from our last visit and be like, we want to sit in this guy's section. Do you know what color he is? So, but we went there and then you, I mean, you get a chance. That's a little nerdy because we went there and we really enjoyed ourselves. Like we didn't go there. Ironically, <laughs> like I, they asked, do you want where do you, what do you, what do you want to do for your birthday? I was like, I want to go to medieval times. So <laughs> like I like there was no coercion at all. I was like, I want to go there. So we go there and this, this is where it, it turns into like, it's like it involves other people, but this is my nerdy thing. Our night comes out. My wife, uh, like unwittingly, goes, "Wow, he has beautiful hair." And I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> it's like crap. I know I can't fight this guy. <laughs> but as he starts fighting, we just get into it. We just become the loudest section in the entire freaking arena. We're screaming, "Yeah, get him, get him!" And like, at one point, we just like as he every time he'd come by, we just start going, "Red night, red night, red night," as loud as we could. Yeah, we were definitely the loudest section. We yelled and <laughs> yeah, shouted. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Dude, we yelled and shouted so much. I woke up the next morning without a voice. Like, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't talk at all. What makes it nerdy is we want after the show, you can meet the you can meet all the actors and stuff and talk to them and get pictures while well, we walk up and I'm like, hey, he goes, hey, and we take the picture. And I was like, you were amazing, man. He goes, thank you. And he goes, and by the way, thank you for cheering. I've never had anybody cheer for me like that at all. <laughs> I was like, you saw us? He goes, hard to miss. <laughs> hard to miss. Well, it also helps that he threw a flower to my wife. Oh, yeah. We all stood up. We fist pumped at him. Like, <laughs> like my one of my friends literally stood up and just like, and he just screams at the top of his lungs next to his fiance, mind you. I love you. <laughs> it was great. So uh, voting time, right? All I got from that story was that Anthony said that you fisted the red knight. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is when he was he did get defeated. And so like they have a bit where like their squires like lobbing him off the field, like barely going. But we started chanting red knight again. And he actually kind of perked up and like like kind of like started to walk on his own again. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we did that. Okay. Vote time. time for a vote. Time for well, a vote. I have an honorable mention since you got one. Okay, go ahead. Um, my girlfriend, Heather, and I um, stayed up late, like super late for us, um, playing trivia using the trivia.fyi website. Huh. And I want to ask you some of the questions on the trivia.fyi website. Okay. How much money is a U.S. Olympic gold medalist awarded? $1,000. $24,000. Michael wins. It's twenty-five. Is it really? Yay! Yeah, $25,000. What four states of matter are observable in everyday life? Solid, gas, liquid. What's um, the fourth one? The sun's I, made out of it. I would want to say plasma. You are correct. Plasma. I was which, say athlete, which athlete has won the most Olympic medals? Oh, Michael Phelps. Phelps. You are correct. And appropriately... What school does Harry Potter attend? Hogwarts. Gryffindor. That's his, that's his house. That's his house. I know. I know. <laughs> that sounds like a really cool website. We, we, we're going to have to uh, fumble into that one time and just hang out and do it. Brian. 
But anyway, so we, we need to vote, though. Who, who wins? Oh, yeah. This? We do need to vote. Yes, we do. We, we forget that so often. I vote for Anthony because I think he did truly the nerdy thing because he came on and he staunchly, offended and, uh, staunchly defended a obviously terrible video game. You shut your fucking mouth. That thing, <laughs> that thing has, has great ratings on Steam. It's mostly positive. It's any good ratings from the critics. People love it. I love so how he goes mostly positive. You don't know what you're talking about. I love how he says mostly positive. Well, that's how Steam does it. They either do mostly positive, mostly negative, or mixed. That's how they say it. Like that's your game could be 100%. They would say mostly positive. <laughs> I was actually thinking about getting it rather than watching it. It sounds good. You should. Yeah, I, no, um, yeah, I vote for Anthony. Okay. I was actually going to vote for Brian because I like Ryan Styles. So it's up to you, Anthony, who wins. Do you vote for yourself or do you vote for me? Or do you vote okay. for me just to piss off Brian? Okay, so I'm going to vote for Michael because I'm part of that group. So if Michael wins, I kind of win. Nobody won. Because you wait, 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 wait. This just in. This just in. This is according to the Electoral College. Michael Sanders wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the popular vote <laughs> <laughs> brian got the popular vote but michael sanders won the electoral college haha <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good uh you know i gotta ask <laughs> i'm really curious though where the hell's anthony this week well i think we're gonna regret this but um, Anthony is eight years into the future to see the state of the country now. <laughs> oh, no. So, Anthony, what's it like in the future? In Santa okay. Ana. No, just in general. Um, <laughs> the glorious great god emperor of mankind, Trump, has started the intergalactic conquest of the galaxy. <laughs> he, he in eight, I think he did pretty good then. He created uh, sustainable intergalactic ships that can commit that can commit war i think yes, that's all, all, all because hell the, the president does that <laughs> yes all hell the great god emperor of mankind wait, wait, you know, says anything bad about him is committing heresy now he's he's 78 how is he holding up um he died but we're keeping his body alive in a great glorious golden throne so you you've you you um you've thoroughly drank the kool-aid and you just live there now to say bad things about the great glorious God Emperor Trump would be would be a crime. It, it's a crime in the future. I, I I'm not going to commit it now. Well, we're we're probably going to already go to be in prison eight years in the future then for recording these comments on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like the world. He, for, he 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 forgives us. He thinks we were funny. Well, that's that that's good at to some point. But the president, the pres, the the God Emperor Trump is aware of our podcast. He's aware of all things. Are we like Bill and Ted in the future? Come on, Wild Stallions. Uh, we like, we have Seven unified. podcasts never gets that pop. <laughs> I didn't think it would. I didn't think it would. So sad you guys aren't getting the Warhammer 40k joke. No, I am. I'm, I'm resisting. <laughs> I am I so resisting. Anthony, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> Fuck your terrible game. <laughs> Fuck your terrible opinion. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Well, who cares about your opinion? The Electoral College said my game is good. I've actually gone back a couple podcasts, <laughs> and I have been trash-talking everything that Anthony likes. <laughs> you have. It's, yeah. like, it's like, I watched the League of Legends championship. Boo, that game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall, Brian. You hate everything Anthony does. I do. I've never said it was an act or a, or a bit. 
I just went back in the podcast and realized I hate everything Anthony does. <laughs> this is why I'm glad we're all friends. Except for his wife. She's nice. <laughs> oh! <laughs> beer, beer, beer. Sure, yeah, she no. is nice. Cat's amazing. Go with that. Anthony. <laughs> but Cat's cool. Cat's the... I think that's enough of political co- comedic bit of merging uh. Warhammer 40k with Trump's reality. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> get home before they turn you into a free blade. Well, do you know where I got that idea from, actually? Uh, Warhammer 40K? No, specifically, <laughs> specifically the joke. I'll have to give a shout-out to a friend. A friend of mine named Aaron uh, took a picture of the God Emperor of Mankind from Warmer, Warhammer 40K and um, photoshopped Trump's face over his head. So it's just the God Emperor of Mankind with Trump's head over on it. <laughs> and he photoshopped Wait. it perfectly to where it looks like it belongs and works. That's yeah. awesome. I'll just show you the picture. It's really fucking hilarious. I'll probably share it to the group because it is you pretty funny. To. You need it to share it to the group. It's pretty funny, actually. Well, yeah, that was that was actually pretty funny. I was resisting the Warhammer joke because I'm like, I could totally go down this rabbit hole right now. <laughs> Speaking of Trump, what'd you guys think of Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> it's a transition. Uh, the books? Shallow well, and pedantic. We're just talking about Harry Potter as like a thing like books movies fan fiction potential tv the essays on the internet i think it's great i think harry potter like is super awesome i'm glad to be a a part of the uh the fandom what's well, been a I, good show guys <laughs> <laughs> all right bye <laughs> we're all done now thank you for watching this week <laughs> watching. i did it again <laughs> thanks for listening this week to nerd podcast radio uh, say goodbye anthony cut him off right bye <laughs> we you know we joke about that but i've never actually included anthony getting cut off in one of the episodes it's either no anthony or anthony actually saying goodbye and then people are very confused right now like what's that joke i don't get it well most of the time they don't even hear you say cut him off brian it just ends at stay uh, and stay awesome and then it's over yep that makes me sad now harry potter everybody yes Yes, so, Harry Potter. I actually really enjoy Harry Potter. I maybe not be like the super most deep diving like Potterhead nerd, but I really like the Harry Potter series. I like the universe that's been that's created around it. Just and how other people have dived deep into it and have found these little nuances. It's wonderful. So, and Anthony always said he already said he was a pretty big fan. Are you 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 like Harry Potter, right, Brian, or else you wouldn't have agreed to this topic? Oh yeah. I would laugh if he said no. Like, he's like, no. Actually, I've hated Harry Potter this entire time. <laughs> that little British bastard can go die. <laughs> Who has a scar on their head in the shape of a thunderbolt? That makes no sense. Come on. So, so yeah, we all like Harry Potter here. We're we're all in good company. That's good. Did you guys ever take the house quizzes? Yes. Yep. What houses are you in? Um, we should guess. We should guess. Horn, um, I'm in Horn Serpent and Ilvermorny and... Oh, you! I gave away that one. I'll let you guess the other one for Hogwarts. I'm okay. going to say you're a Hufflepuff. Really? Uh, what would make you think I was a Hufflepuff? Your personality. Mm. I'm going to guess you're a Ravenclaw. Anthony wins. Yeah! Woo! That, that was my backup guess. Okay. Anthony's hardcore Slytherin. Anthony got Gryffindor. <laughs> no, hardcore Slytherin. Oh, right. yeah? Right, yeah. I get Slytherin every fucking time. I've taken that test so many times. It's always Slytherin, Slytherin, Slytherin. I'm like, jeez. Maybe I'm Michael evil. got Gryffindor. <laughs> if Michael got Gryffindor, there's no question about that. Am I that obvious? 
Yes, you are that obvious. <laughs> yeah. Michael, if I could imagine you being a character from any like RPG in real life, you'd be a paladin. Like just no questions asked. So I, this is I, how I sum up the houses. Just one word summaries is Gryffindor arrogant, Ravenclaw sarcastic, Slytherin douchey, uh, snobs. Yeah. And then um, Hufflepuff nerds. Well, then we should all be in Hufflepuff. <laughs> I think they're all. That's fine. what a Gryffindor would say. That's what a Gryffindor would say. Oh God! Um, huh. Do you guys see that picture of the uh, of the the burning bread knife? What? No. So it's a knife that can get heated, and you use it to slice through bread, and it toasts your bread as you slice it. Like in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, it's like a burning knife, and when you slice it through, it toasts your bread, makes you toast. And um, so these people are commenting things, saying like, "Oh, that'd be a really great weapon." And then the next person was like, no, it wouldn't. It would just cauterize the wound. And then the next person below that would be like, well, that would make it great for torture. And, <laughs> oh then, uh, and, so, and so somebody's like, in this order, uh, uh, <laughs> you're looking at the three classes of the three houses of Hogwarts. Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Slytherin. And then at the very bottom was somebody going, why worry about torture when you have toast? And there's the Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. That's, That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. I like that. What are your What are your Patronuses? What was mine? I think I got a Phoenix. That's really good. That's amazing. I got a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> it helps that every mythical creature I like, I always put Phoenixes. Give me Phoenix. I think I got hey, I got a wolf, actually. A wolf That's wolf. really good, too. That's a good one, yeah. Skunk. Yeah. I feel bad for you. Goddamn Pottermore algorithm. <laughs> that reminds me of a Patton Oswald joke where they're at the the Disneyland uh, Mystic Cave in, in uh, California Adventure, and you put your <laughs> yeah. hand in there. Figure out what mystical mystic you are, and it tells you what an, what your spirit animal is. And there, and for reason they put a skunk in there. And he's like, he got the kid. A kid got the skunk, and everybody's like, ah, your butt smells because you're a skunk. And he's like, the mom was trying so hard to like make it better. He's like, no, it says the skunk is industrious and sweet and kind. And it was, it was she's like, it, it was no use. You could just see the goth makeup forming on this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to California Adventure. Oh yeah. wow, really? no, no, yeah. never have. Alfred Adventure is actually a lot of fun. They've been—I haven't been there since they did the last little uh, revamp. It was actually a really fun experience to get. It's a fun experience to go there because Cars Land is actually pretty cool. <laughs> the we're supposed to be talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> it's a tangent. Tangents are okay. Um, they the Cars Land is really cool. They the Tower of Terror, which I loved, but they're getting rid of it to make the Galaxy Guardian of the Galaxy's Tower, which it's not going to last. <laughs> they have I'm, a really harbor area that's neat see see anthony you worry we're getting off topic but speaking of theme parks i'm going to universal soon and they have hogwarts there yeah they that's do. true the wizarding oh, world of harry potter oh see, that's how a pro does segues well i'm proud I, of you i should be going there either sometime after christmas or i can't remember if it's going to be if we're going to be able to go between christmas and new year's or if it's going to be just after the new year but we're going to go and i've already made my wife promise that i can get a wand when we go there are you, you getting get a non-magic wand or a magic wand? Say, the expensive just, I, wand I, or not? I'm just going to get the non-magic one. Because a friend of mine actually told me that it's all based on hand movement. Oh, so you don't actually need the wand? Yeah, no, you don't. Because uh, a couple of my friends went um, two months ago, I think. And they found out that it's all based on the movement. Because there's a sensor that picks up the hand movement. I heard it was a remote. Like, you, there's a remote there and you have to, like, 
push a thing or whatever. You have to do it, and there's a signal. Like you wanted, they you have to stand in a certain area so the scanner picks up your hand movement, and then you make these certain hand movements, and then it causes stuff to happen. Because you get a you get a guide with your wand, so you can go and it tells you which ones have the the places where you can do the magic. So you're basically paying extra for instructions. Basically, <laughs> still sounds cool though. I got a magic wand. I I want a wand. I don't care. I want one. And then I'm gonna walk into my church with it. Daniel Cross uh, just went there. He was just there, like this weekend. Really? They like yeah, it. They have, they have season passes. Yeah, he he goes there often, from what I understand. Which is pretty, which is cool. I don't have a problem with that. I've they never they were the been. they were the couple that went to Disneyland more than anyone I ever knew, and now they're doing it to Universal. I've never been right. to Universal. Neither oh, have I. Universal is great. I haven't been in a long time. I the last time I went to Universal is right when the Jurassic Park ride opened. Wow, because that's a long time ago. I was in high school. So, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, that was I, a long time. I've always wanted to go there, especially when I found out they had a Back to the Future ride. And then my cousin came over and he goes, oh, yeah, that's gone now. There's a Simpsons ride there now. Oh, they got oh. Back to the Future ride. I did the Back to the Future ride. It was yeah, good. They got, they got, he said they got rid of it. It's part of the Simpsons stuff now. The best experience there was the Backdraft show. It was amazing. They had a show for Backdraft? Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I don't know if it's still there, but it was really cool. I'm always told that I'm such a um, because I'm such a nerd. I will love the the backlot tour. Heather Heather is all about the and my girlfriend Heather for the listeners who haven't made that connection yet. She's all about <laughs> the the Waterworld show. It's like her favorite thing on the planet. Do they still do that show? She said they do. She's gonna be really disappointed if they don't. But she said she checked and they do. It's pretty. It's neat. a very cool. popular show. So, what are you guys' favorite of the Harry Potter <laughs> books? Hmm. Have you all read them all? Yes. I've read them all. Although it, I it was funny as uh, for Deathly Hollows, I had actually borrowed it off of somebody, and it was taking me a really long time to read it. So they actually took it back, and I didn't get to read the last chapter. See, I didn't actually read the books. I watched a YouTube video of someone reading them. Oh, but no, so, I, I ended up reading the the last yep. chapter of the book, but like a year later. Okay, that joke totally fell flat. Wait, you said you watched somebody reading it? <laughs> I watched. I didn't read the books. I watched a YouTube video of someone reading them. Oh my! God. Did you no, really, or is that just a joke? I read them. I've I've read them, and I've listened to a few of them in audio after reading them. Hmm. I yeah. I, I read them. I haven't read the newest one because it's actually just a. It's literally just the script transcribed into a book. I was so. in a book club where um we all got together for like. A Saturday and listen to the entire Deathly Hallows. Whoa, that's like fifteen hours. That was long. That was really cool. It was really cool because we all just sat there listening. I guess if I had to say my favorite one, my favorite book, I'd probably have to say the Chamber of Secrets. I like that. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Mine, I actually think it would be the Goblet of Fire. That's a lot of people's favorite. It's pretty. Goblet pretty of Fire popular. was my favorite until the movie came out. And the movie ruined the book. <laughs> it ruined the book. <laughs> I actually, if I read like, it again, it would be my favorite again. But I, the fourth movie was the worst one. Yeah, the movie wasn't super awesome, but I did like how they killed Edward Cullen. Before he was Edward Cullen. But they didn't kill Edward Cullen. They killed Cedric Diggory. You're mixing up your fandoms. Yeah, no, 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 no. In the movie, they kill... <laughs> they in my eyes and far as my head because the moment I saw Twilight, I went back and watched the fourth movie, and I was like, "Yeah, kill him, kill him, make him dead." But he wasn't Edward Cullen in the Harry Potter verse. He was Cedric Diggory. Oh, 
In my head, he was. <laughs> but but he wasn't. Cedric Diggory was a cover. But anyway, no, I, I like <laughs> the movie was okay. But I would say, you know, as a second one, the Half-Blood Prince was the, as like a number two. Azkaban is like, it was my favorite when I read it. And then I read four. Four was really good. I, You know, it was sort of like when I was reading the books, everyone was my favorite as I read. But if I'm going to like take my movie and book experience together, I'd say that Azkaban was my favorite because it was an it was perfect in the movie and it was perfect in the book. I really liked Azkaban. That was a really good one. To be fair, I never watched any of the movies in order. I didn't. I actually don't. The only one I ever got to see in the theaters was the first one. And it wasn't even at a theater. It was at the drive-in. I saw the first movie, read all the books that were out, and then saw the movies after that, and then read the books before the movie came out for the rest of them. Like, like Rush, try to read them before the movie comes out. Oh. But I saw... I The only one I saw before reading the book was the first one. That was me. Really? I... I I saw the first one, then I read the books. My my first like exposure to Harry Potter though was looking through Scholastic Book Club catalogs and seeing Harry Potter in there. I was about to say, that- yeah, this is going to go into my my first experience with Harry Potter. Talking about like when you read the first one compared to when you start watching the first movie. Uh, first time I was introduced to Harry Potter was junior high. I was in summer school, and the teacher read the first book to us. I was already out of high school. i was only in junior high oh man yeah the first what year did the first book come out again what philosopher's stone yeah Yeah. what year did that come out brian feels old he's like oh i was already out of high school uh 1997 so it came out um in june so it came out right after i graduated Wow, I didn't actually. Yeah, so I was I was in middle school when it came out. No, I, I wasn't. I was just getting out of it. Uh, sixth grade. Yeah, and the movie yeah, came out in two thousand one. Yep, that's yeah. I was close to graduating middle school whenever the movie came out. So I read it like five years after the movie came out. Wow, I mean after the book came out. After the book came out, and oh yeah, I was in elementary school in ninety seven then when it came out, and then. Yeah, then I saw the movie in 2001, and I was like, that was a real, that was really good. And my mom's like, oh, I heard it was a book, and she got me the book. So what was what was so good about Goblet of Fire, Anthony? Why was it your favorite? No, I said, I said. Um, his was, um, his wasn't. Uh, Chamber of Secrets. His was Chamber of Secrets. Oh, Chamber of Secrets was good. Why, why was it your favorite? Well, the, the whole mystery with the diary was really intriguing. I really thought that was neat. And then you find out the end and Tom Riddle was Voldemort. So you got a really good glimpse into the the character of the bad guy. And you kind of got to see this whole like, oh, he was a kid once here. And he, he there was a time when he wasn't this evil, terrible bad guy. But he was just a poor, sad, confused kid that didn't have yeah. any friends. And so you kind of got to see this like side of the villain that, I think very few fantasy um, stories actually show. But then in the next book, it goes back in time. And Voldemort says, when he was a kid, is like, sometimes I heard animals just. Yeah. Respond. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, this kid's actually kind of fucked up. Yeah. And you, then you're just like, whoa, fuck this kid. Yeah. So Chamber of Secrets was like, see, he was just a poor little kid. And you're like, oh, OK. And then the next book, you're like, no, he wasn't just a poor little kid. He was a fucking psychopath. What the fuck? Total serial killer mentality. I heard animals. And then the basilisk was just fucking awesome. Giant snake. That's cool. Yeah, actually. They did a good job on it in the movie, too. 
Oh yeah, they did. Did you see the picture from behind the scenes when they're making it look moist when they're spraying with water and they're like, "Look at who's the good boy getting a bath." <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's like a stagehand with a hose spraying off the vasilis to make it look moist, like it was like actually slimy. And somebody just wrote the caption in, "Look who's getting a bath. Who's a good boy?" <laughs> nope, I haven't seen it. Well, maybe if Michael repeats it after a third time, Brian will have seen it. I was trying to get him to do it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Just reiterating and giving me a little bit more detail, you asshole. (laughs) Fuck the both of you. He didn't repeat it in perfect detail that time. He's getting rusty. So, Brian, why did you like Goblet of Fire so much? Um, Well, I'm officially saying Azkaban was my favorite. So you switched to Azkaban? Yeah, just because of the combination of a book movie experience. Um, Azkaban, because it's been so long. Um, I love the introduction of Sirius Black and the whole reveal as to what was really going on. How, as you're reading the book, you're really agreeing with Harry. Like, he's a bad guy. You're like, oh, no, poor Harry. I mean, his 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 godfather betrayed him and all this. Villain, and and it's, yeah. And then it's like, no, it was Ron's rat the whole time. The fact that it was Ron's rat was hilarious. Yeah, it was a good twist. Yeah, it was so, yeah, that was, no one saw that coming. I mean, they introduced the rat in an earlier book. It was, uh, yeah, he was in the first book. Jabbers was was, in the first book. Yeah, it was the first rat. What was the name of the rat? It was Jabbers, I remember. Jabbers. Jabbers. Jabbers? Jabbers. 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 Yes. Oh, we're we're gonna get to Harry Potter trivia eventually. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. With Scabbers, and yeah, he was in the first book, and he said like I think he said he's been in the family for a long time, like he was everybody's like first pet. Yeah, he'd been hiding from everybody for that long. Well, had he been, or did he maybe just kill the original rat and then replace him? No, I I'm I'm pretty sure he was just there he was just their rat for that long. That it's sort of a wizardy thing to do is just hide in rat form because he'd been a rat for a really long time. Yeah, like and it's no no wonder why. I mean, look at his face. I think that I liked how they did him in the movies. Could you imagine that being a rat the whole time? Oh my god, I would lose my fucking mind. I like cheese, so I'm good. <laughs> I don't think rats like cheese. Oh, and this and this they like cheese. So shut up. I think they like peanut butter. Oh, I love peanut butter. I'm f- fuck yeah. Wrap me up. You can eat peanut butter without being a rat, Michael. I know, but I mean... You don't have no to way. be a rat to eat peanut butter. Jesus. I want to chew through... I want to be able to chew through steel pipes in the New York sewer, okay? What? You've never what heard about that? What are you talking about? They do that. There are breeds of rat in New York that have... They're strong enough with time they can chew through a steel pipe. Okay. This guy's a wizard. He doesn't have to chew steel, through steel pipes. He can just blow them up. Oh, we were when talking about rat. Harry Potter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so again, being in a rat form for that long still sounds pretty sucky. Well, not if you decide to go like run around and just start dicking with people. I don't know. Being a pet would be kind of awesome. Why? You ain't got shit. Yeah, really. You just you just get fed and you sleep and you you can you can watch TV from your from your and you got a little wheel that you can run in and. Yeah, but you don't yeah, get so to the channel of the TV, and I don't think wizards watch TV. And all you actually, it's do- a wizard pet, so you're basically carried around all the time. Yeah, and all you got to do is not piss off the person with the magic stick that can kill you. <laughs> not piss off the person with the magic stick. <laughs> yeah, and then you're golden. But what if you end up being a pet of a really fucked up kid who's like torturing you? Then that super sucks. Oh, then fuck that! I'm turning back into a person and beating the shit out of this kid. 
and then going back into a raft <laughs> and finding another owner. Michael, you haven't gone over your favorite yet, have you? No, I haven't. Half Blood? Uh, that was my second favorite. My, um, no, Goblet of Fire was my favorite. So why? Why is Goblet of Fire your favorite? Because you actually get to see that there's other schools. Because up until that point, I really thought there was just Hogwarts. Yeah, and now because of the essays, we know that there's like seven of them. Yeah, so there, there's multiple schools, and I like because you got to see the, these two other schools and how they actually interact and what they actually like, kind of what they value because like they really lean towards uh, polarized uh, thoughts. Because like well, the one from France, it was like just a girls' school, if I remember right. But yeah, it seemed that way. Yeah, it, I don't it remember. Seemed, it, it seemed that way, especially in the book, in the movies, but. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Plus, you get to see the competition between it all, and you actually get to see that Harry Potter actually isn't, you know, all that awesome because you know Cedric was a really good wizard. He was also the only cool, like, cool Hufflepuff, basically. What was the name of the French school, Michael? I can't remember. I can't Bull remember bot. the name. Bullbots. Bullbots. I would have. I would have guessed Le Pupus. <laughs> Le Pupus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with the other schools from Russia? No. What was the other school from? I can't remember now. Oh, um, Romania, I think. That, yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, the I, the book was just really cool because it showed that it, it expanded. It, it helped in expanding the universe. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I, I not yeah, no, I think about it, that was pretty cool being able to see the other schools because I always thought it was just Hogwarts too, and I was like, wow, there must not be. A- a lot of wizards that they can all go to just one school and then it's like oh there's more than one school that makes sense let, let me yeah. let me go all over them um Bobatin's academy of magic which is in the pyrenees in france okay. um castle castle bruxo which is in the amazon rainforest it's not in the books it's in essays on pottermore, pottermore only okay um Durmstrang, which is um oh it's not romania what is it Durmstrang is in uh ski- in uh, northernmost reaches of Norway or Sweden? Huh. Huh. Yeah, it's the Scandinavian school. I was completely wrong. They portrayed it as being very Eastern European in the in the movie. Yeah, that, that's why, because I, in the movie, because I remember it a lot better from the movies, and they made it seem like it was very Russian. But Scandinavian, well, you know, that makes sense with the boat. You know why it seemed that way in the movie? Why? Because all of them are really into black metal. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> All right, here's a trivia question for you. What's the Scottish school? Hogwarts. This is a good trick question. You got it. Hogwarts being the English school is actually up in Scotland. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate ads. Stupid advertisement opened up and hijacked the whole <laughs> web page. <laughs> the American school is Ilvermorny, and it's at the top of Mount Greylock in Massachusetts. Huh, that's cool. We should go there. The, the Russian school is Koldovorstoretz. Cold of Strats. Cold of Strats. Cold of Yeah. And then Japan is Mahutokoro. Mahutokoro. And then the African school, Uagado School of Magic in Uganda. It's in Uganda? Mm hmm. Cool. No Middle Eastern school? Of course. Racist. Not that I mean it hasn't been said in the in the um anywhere in the essays yet, but Durmstrang Durmstrang takes everything all over Northern Europe. It's a collective school for all of Northern Europe. Uganda is all, the Ugaduro is all over Africa, so it probably takes the Middle East too. 
Yeah. It would probably that would make sense. Place. Yeah, that would make sense. Have you guys um, spent a lot of time on Pottermore reading the extra stuff? There's all sorts of cool stuff on there. I haven't. I, I actually haven't, but I want to. I went on there a couple times, but then I kind of stopped. So, <laughs> so but it, it, Pottermore, they died. Is, now, is this just fans? Pottermore? No, that's yeah. J.K. Rowling's webpage. She posts that, yeah, essays. They're not fan okay, fiction. See, yeah, okay, she created it. Yeah, I, I didn't know she ran it. I, I just knew about it. I didn't. I, that's all I know is that it's there, and it has a lot of information on Harry Potter. I didn't know if it was her or if it was the other guy or if it was fans. Well, I'm sure it's probably ultimately run by Warner Brothers or her publishing company. Yeah, probably, and they just have her dull out a little bit of work so they can make more money later. Oh, she's actually really good at communicating with fans. She even responds to tweets. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I've that's how we found out it. that Harry Potter is homosexual. I mean, not Harry Potter. Uh, what? Dumbledore. 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 That I was like, he This just in from Nerd Podcast Radio. Harry Potter yeah. is homosexual. He's a, closet, he's a closet gay. He married Ginny as a cover because she's Ginny's a lesbian. He's a cover. Him and Malfoy are just, oh my God. <laughs> they meet once a, once a year in a, on a mountain in Massachusetts. So speaking of, of the characters and, and their lives, what are your guys' favorite characters? Huh? huh? Dobby. <laughs> Why? Because he's awesome. He's like the most powerful wizard in the universe. How? And it's sad when he dies. How is he the most powerful wizard in the universe? Because as soon as he's free, he takes out Scorpius, Dra- uh, Scorpius Malfoy. He's like, Kablamo, no. <laughs> Kablamo, no. <laughs> that's, the, that's the magic word for the spell he used. <laughs> Kablamo, no. It was, it was something more like, more like, you will not lay a hand on Harry Potter. <laughs> I <laughs> love your Dobby voice. That is true. The elves don't have to actually say spell names to actually cast spells. They just do it. Yeah, that they're is pretty cool. surprisingly powerful in the magic. You have given Dobby a sock. <laughs> you, sound, you, you sound like the kid that was made from Gollum raping Dobby. The fuck? Yeah, because that's what, yeah. It's the way his voice cracks. It's Shut horrible. the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what's your favorite character? Uh, Hagrid. Hagrid? Uh, I'm not surprised, but yeah, he's cool. He's a sweet, he, he's a sweet, gentle giant, and he, and he actually gets to be around bitching animals. When you think about it, he's pretty much the only adult in the series that legitimately cared for Harry for Harry's sake. He wasn't trying to use him or caring for him for out of some sort of like guilt, guilt. over his mother. He cared about Harry because he just legitimately loved him as a person, and that That's made true. him that makes him really cool. Yeah, I I, I really like Agrid. Plus, his wand is an umbrella. Because as much as we might like Dumbledore, his his relationship with Harry was mostly a we need you to stop Voldemort. So he I'm his gonna- was. With with Dumbledore, his their friendship was a uh, one of convenience. Yeah. We're gonna come up with this manipulative, confusing plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, what? Well, in that case, but what about McGonagall? She she cared about him, but it was. But do you think it was just because she was his teacher? Yeah, she was the example of a good teacher. Yeah, she was a good teacher, but she was bad you at. Know, you know, she was in the teacher's lounge like, fuck that Draco Malfoy. <laughs> just because he's an ass. She's like, fuck that little bastard. Oh, God. 
Hmm. What about Harry Potter? He whines a lot, so but you know what? At least he doesn't try and blow shit up. <laughs> now, Anthony, you said Hagrid, right? No, I did. Oh, you did. Anthony, what's yours? Dude, I Draco. <laughs> I'm have no, I'm honestly probably gonna have to say Luna Lovegood. Or yeah. Yeah, she's wonderful. Right. She's- and and the actress that they picked, awesome, but even the character in the book, I was always like this chick is fucking awesome as shit. She's just so weird and goofy. And I love how in the, in the wizarding world, she's even weird for wizards. Like, even wizards are like, okay, uh, we know that there's a giant murder tree outdoors, but come on, invisible spirit or invisible fairies, get real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I just love how all the wizards were like, looking at her like she's insane. It's like, do you not look around your world? Like, She's not that crazy. (laughs) Just a couple years ago, you had a dude drinking unicorn blood. Come on. (laughs) So we're going to get some giant hate from people who are huge fans of the most popular character in the series if we don't talk about him. So Professor Snape is awesome. (laughs) I, I really do like Snape. For my top three characters, it's Hagrid, McGonagall, and Snape. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I like Snape. I get it. You know, he was, he, he had to pretend to be the bad guy to protect everyone, in, including Harry. But I think his whole, I gotta be nice to Harry and love him because I loved his mother is just like, I don't he was know. never nice to Harry. He always hated Harry. He was yeah. only protecting him like because shit. he loved his mother. He, he hated Harry. If anything, I'm pretty sure if you found his diary, he'd be like, I blame Harry. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, yeah he did. Because Harry was the symbol that James got Lily and not him. Exactly. So there's that. Plus, I mean, come on. Alan Rickman. Yeah, that's a good idea. Where, where James Potter was basically the Draco of his school. James Potter yeah. was a fucking dick. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. was. An asshole. James Potter was a douchebag. And I was like, wow, fuck your dad, kid. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Lily picked him because I was like, this guy's a fucking ass. Like, he's not cool at all. He's not a good person. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like to to borrow a word, to borrow a phrase from Pat Oswald. He was a shit kid. Yeah, he wasn't cool. Do any other characters deserve mention? Well, I was never a big fan of Dumbledore. No, he I I thought he was neat, but like he was never one of my favorites. Like he was just kind of that guy that was there for me. Fun fact: in the earlier years of Dumbledore's life, he also was anti-Muggle and pro-Wizard um, superiority. Yeah, because he was he was he was raised in a pureblood family, wasn't he? Well, he was in a he he spent a lot of time in Godric's Cove, Godric's Hollow, Godric's Hollow, around um, people who were very pure pure blood focused and he had a pure blood family and so that's yeah, where he met Garrick Grindelwald but he ended up turning against him later yeah because as far as I'm concerned you know in his earlier life he didn't really have interaction with humans when with muggles so he he was basically ignorant for a long time well, yeah, he was racist <laughs> very very ignorant and racist because he had never really put himself around muggles Wait, is it racist or wait? What? I'm not sure what that would be considered. It's the analog for racism in that universe. Yeah, yeah but would it be considered racism or would we call it something else? I'm sure there's a word for it. He was magicist. He was a bigot. Yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah, let's go with yeah. bigot. 
that, that's, I mean, that obviously, better volumes to it. Obviously, he learned and he changed and he became a better person. Yeah. But we well, can't, you ha- we can't he, ignore the fact that he started out as a shit guy. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of good people start out as shit. So, but uh, ooh, there was. But can we can can we all agree on that fucking bit that took over Hogwarts? I can't her name. Like, I hate her so much. I've made myself forget her name. She was a she was the fucking devil. Evil teacher. Yeah, fuck her. Dolores. Umbridge. Yes, Dolores Umbridge. Umbridge. Yeah. Fuck that chick. Fuck her so much. You know what's funny is I think people hate her more than Voldemort. <laughs> I was like, I, Voldemort, yeah, we get it. You you want to take over the wizarding world and, and you know rule shit and, and be an evil asshole and you ain't got no nose. That's cool. But this bitch, oh fuck her. I've Not- mentioned on the podcast before that I'm really into the IT wizard, which is the the blog for the IT guy who got hired recently and works at Hogwarts and sets up their Wi-Fi. I've so read I've read his stuff before. It's fucking hilarious. And I he can't did one. Find he, it. he did one recently where he goes, "I really have to double check things before I use them because I found a pen in an old closet in a pink box, and I wrote a note with it real quick." And now I have remember to buy twenty Cat Five Ethernet cables carved into my wrist. <laughs> oh, have oh. <laughs> oh, you never seen it, Michael? Oh my God, it's hilarious! I need to. Somebody send me a link because I, I, Brian was talking about it, and I couldn't remember how to find it. Uh, and now I want to I want to look at it because well, it sounds you so paid fun. attention to the Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page. It's it's been posted a couple of times. Well, yeah. posted a third time, you know. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's probably because I keep on calling it the wrong name. It's not the IT wizard. It's the setup wizard. You know what else uh, was posted in the, gr- in the group? Uh, a, a, a series of tweets by muggles who, uh, by, not muggles, but um, um, half-bloods who go to Hogwarts. So they're coming in, bringing their, their knowledge of the human world, of the muggle world into Hogwarts. And they're just, they're saying all these different things. And one of the things they said is, I really wish you wizards would just admit that the whole the whole uh, feather in the inkwell thing is just the style, okay? And that and stop saying that they're better than pens. They're not better than pens. I get it. You're going for an aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Like you're sitting there with a ballpoint pen writing, and they're just like scoffing at you as their plume <laughs> floats over their paper. Or one of them was like uh, a wizard's like I created a I created a special spell that you only have to dip, dip your uh, your feather into an inkwell once and it just instantly refills the ink magically and it, and the Muggleborn kid goes you created a pen it's called <laughs> a pen <laughs> I I got I want to read you the the most recent one I'll give you a little um a little um bit of context. There's a woman who works in the Ministry of Magic called Adelina, who's the girlfriend of one of the people who works in IT, and she put this post in the blog. Hello, sweetheart. At your earliest convenience, we received a rather odd artifact in the misuse of Muggle Artifacts Office. I would like some feedback on it from your Muggle friend, the one who accidentally portkeyed into my studio apartment a few months back. At first, we believe it was a matter for the Department of the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures, but the small being that refers to itself as a Furby... (laughs) <laughs> may in fact may in fact may be mechanical in nature. I have it locked in a cage for precaution's sake, but I'm getting worried for its well being as I don't know what to feed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they found a Furby. 
He's pretty creative. He comes up with some really great posts from the wizard's perspective on the muggle world and the muggle's perspective on the wizard world. Because could you imagine being a muggle and living in Hogwarts? Oh, I'd lose my shit. (laughs) Being muggle-born, you can't be a muggle, but yeah, being muggle-born. No, he's a muggle. He's a muggle. He's just there because IT guy. He even has to do a speech at the opening ceremony where he talks about fair use policy and the the terms of use and internet rules and stuff like that. (laughs) That's hilarious. And he has to wear the robe with the hat and everything. Do they not have internet in Hogwarts? We gotta ask HK Rowling this. Is there internet in Hogwarts? Well, I'm sure there isn't in hers, but this is the this is a fan fiction kind of thing. I get it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm curious though. With the amount of muggle-born wizards, you would think it would be necessary. Yeah, I know. A lot of, a lot of kids coming from muggle families, they would know how to use that stuff and they would be losing their minds. But you also have wizard families that live in the real world too. Oh yeah. So they would know. Well, that was another one of the things that was mentioned in the uh, Muggle-born kids going there. It was like, imagine some of these Muggle-born kids asking Dumbledore, you know, at the Great Hall, what's the Wi-Fi password? And him going, lemon drops. Thanks. And then all the other wizards who just going, what is Wi-Fi? Is that some kind of a spell? <laughs> because, of course, Dumbledore has Wi-Fi set up. <laughs> Dumbledore, what's in that closet? Nothing. And it's the modem and the router and everything. <laughs> no, we want to see. No. It's a room of eternally, of perpetually, forever exploding phoenixes. Do not go in there. <laughs> perpetually exploding phoenixes. Oh man. Well, but we, we've so we've all been dived into Harry Potter for a long time. What are some of your guys' most memorable moments from Harry Potter? Like, troll, what's, what's the one? Troll oh. in the dungeon. Troll in the dungeon. <laughs> what did he say at the end of that in the movie? Thought He's you'd like, like to know. Thought you'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, troll in the dungeon. Could you imagine being a muggle-born kid the other and going, wait, we have a dungeon? What the fuck? <laughs> We're a school. What the fuck? <laughs> Detention scene sounds so much scarier. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then also the next month, then the other muggle kid sitting next to you goes, didn't you hear the part about a fucking troll? <laughs> My most memorable moment is a book one, and this is a very depressing one. It was when the sixth book came out. And I was reading it the day after it came out. So I bought it at midnight, obviously, as everyone buys all these books. And I'm reading it at high school. Okay. And it's like me and my group of friends are all sitting there in a circle just reading Harry Potter, this Harry Potter book. No one's talking to each other. We're all just reading the book. And then this fucking bitch pops up and goes, do you guys get to the part when Dumbledore dies? <laughs> oh, fuck that bitch. I accidentally did, did that to a friend. We, oh. did not talk to, we did not talk to her for a month. Dude, oh my god! Oh, like we all collectively oh, as a group, just like we're not speaking to you for a month. <laughs> she just oh. didn't have friends for a month because of that shit. Oh fuck that chick! That Ooh. that would be a spoiler. That would actually piss me off. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. We were pissed. Everyone was pissed, and they got so sad because when I actually get to the part where where he dies, I'm like, I can't feel the emotional sadness i'm supposed to feel because someone ruined it i'm supposed <laughs> to be emotional here but i can't i can't muster it yeah i remember that part that that part fucked me up yeah it's not good that was my most memorable moment the the worst spoiler of all spoilers for me what would it be uh actually for me it's watching uh it's freshly getting to watch um uh snape in the the exchange you know whenever they 
they all find out about Snape and what he did, and then all of a sudden like, he points his wand, and then like there, and then like he's pointing, he has to he has to point his wand at, and like he like I still got to be the bad guy, and like you just see the look in his face in the movie and the the emotion. Like for me, it would be that face forever. So, but I that one that, for that one because you know Snape had a really sad story if you think about it. The, the Harry Potter verse isn't gone. They're still carrying on with many more things. You know they they have the play for the Cursed Child in in London, but they also have a new movie coming out this month, and it's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And I'm pretty sure we've all seen the trailer by now. Trailers. It looks awesome. What was really your first impression when you saw the trailer? I misunderstood the narration, and I thought it was about Dumbledore when he was younger. And I got really excited, and then I got disappointed when I found out it's not. It's uh, Newt Scamander. Yeah, but I'd heard of him before, so... I've only heard his name. I don't really know what his ties are. He, he wrote the book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Well, no. I, <laughs> well, no, I don't... I don't. I mean, I don't know what like, what his whole his whole deal was outside of writing the book. They, oh well, they, we're going to find that out in the movie. Yeah. So, but it, it looks really fun. Uh, it's like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties that he's in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's way way before Harry Potter. Yeah, like Dumbledore's still just a professor in this uh, at this point. So, but it, it looks really good. the The effects look great. Uh, uh, they don't have a ministry. Really, the ministry don't have a ministry of magic per se. They have a, a magical congress of the United States, and because I went to a couple stores and they actually have the seal for the magical congress of the United States on the wall. It looks so, like it's going to be cool. I've been reading a lot about Ilvermorny and the different schools. Like I said, I'm Horn Serpent. Yeah, I, I need to. I don't know what my school is for Ilvermorny, but I want to f- find out more about that school. I don't know You're any probably of those what the f- what if I don't even know what these things are? They're Native uh-huh. American, Native American uh, mythology. Yeah, they're they're. That they're sounds schools. cool. Yeah, their house names are Native American, and the Native Americans used magic um, when wizards came long before the settlers, and they were in communication with the wizards in the Native American tribes, and the Native American tribes used magic without wands. Oh wow! I didn't not know all, not all wizarding cultures around the world use wands there's different methods hmm. like yeah, in that's in the scandinavian schools they have staff magic they do i remember reading about that they have staff magic and then um so wait does that mean the guy who's reading the stephen hawking book in the harry potter movie he was he went to ilvermorny what in the movies, the the wizard who is reading the Stephen Hawking's book oh, and he's okay, okay. doing the thing with the spoon, does that mean he went to Ilvermorny? What are you talking about? You said the Native Americans didn't use <laughs> wands. So I'm assuming at Ilvermorny they teach you how to use magic without wands. So that being said, in the and I can't remember which Harry Potter movie it is, but you see a wizard using twirling his finger over a cup of coffee, making the spoon spin without touching it, and he's reading a Stephen Hawking book. <laughs> that theory doesn't work because Dumbledore can do magic without a wand. Okay, I was just asking. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that and Stephen Hawking is English too, so there is no American connection there. Well, yeah, he's physics. Scott Lloyd. No, it's just it's a question, but also at the same time, terrible question, it, Michael. It was just a question. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't all gold, okay? You know, you know what they probably use at Hogwarts for entertainment? What? Old timey audible. <laughs> <laughs> Old timey audible. 
I'm going to bring it up in every episode from now on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Never let Michael live that one down. It it made that episode. I think that episode is more popular than any other episode. Oh, not, because we had, not because we had Jeff Ashley in it, but because of... I love old radio dramas, but they're like old-timey Audible accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> We love you, Michael. I know. This boy is special, Mikey. But there was a theory about that about that wizard, though, and, and with him reading the book and everything, and it's because they said he understood the the state of physics. He understood oh, physics. You, you're actually quoting like like something you read off the internet. No, no the 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 other thing, like the first one about what I was saying about you know him going to Ilvermore, That that's just me asking. But no, the other one, there was a theory that a lot of people on the internet thought that that's what it was, is because he understood physics. And he could wrap his mind around it. He was able to do magic without a wand. Well, really, in the movies, there's all sorts of crap that's just added in because it looks cool. Like the band in the fourth movie, the dumbest thing ever added to a movie ever. Yeah. So he has a muggle friend in in Fantastic Beasts, it looks like. That's something I wanted to touch on. Yeah, the muggle being exposed to the wizarding world looks cool. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be like, um, in America, they, they said they call him no magics. Yeah, they're, and that's also bleeding into the rest of the world because muggle is a pejorative term, so it's switching to no match. N-O-M-A-G. N-O-M-A-J. No, Momadge. Nomadge. 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 Yeah, so when I heard it, it sounded like she said, she said magic as a full. No magic. But, mm. so, and that's supposed to be like a non-derogatory term, nomadge. Yes. And, muggles, and that's what uh, they've always called the men in North America. Yeah, because he tells her, well, he goes, we, where are from? We call them muggles. But not in Europe? So, like, they're all bigots in Europe? Apparently. I'm sure the term is an old, well... It's probably an old, whole, a really old term. You know, I, I just realized, Anthony, I know what the word is for it. Um, because the whole muggle, um, muggle wizarding thing, it's class. It's classist. Because that's what it's based on, because it's English. Oh. Yeah. That makes a yeah. lot more sense, though. Yeah, the whole idea is people are born into different birthrights, and they get mixed in together at Hogwarts, and people flip their shit over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So it's, yeah, so it is. It's very classist. It goes the other way around, too, because there's there's people from Muggle families that look, that look down on the purebloods. They call them snobs and yeah, look at them. They call them snobs. And then don't they call like people who come from muggle families or, or blended families? Don't they call them like mudbloods? Yeah, that's like the the nasty term. And it's sort of like what happened with the, with the N word where, um, you can't say the word that the N word comes from either. So mudblood Mm. is bad. And so muggle is bad too, because it, it sounds like it. Okay. I gotcha. So, yeah, so it's just, well, also, you know, muggles and stuff, you know, they're, most of the people that use the, that, yeah, that say muggles and stuff are pretty young people. I don't, I don't think I've, I've, like, heard of, like, the professor stuff using the word very sparsely, if at all. Yeah. Well, it's then like there's kids that Draco's throw it around father. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't. He uses a, it freely. Yeah, he doesn't give a damn. He's the, he's the worst character in the whole thing. He's, he's like. Just unapologetically awful. It makes me feel bad for Draco. Oh, yeah, me too. The guy was a horrible fucking bastard. 
So I think it's about time we start wrapping up, guys. Now that we ended on <laughs> Harry Potter PC culture. <laughs> <laughs> Wizards are very on PC. Well, now that it's Trump America. PC, what was that? <laughs> We're tossing PC out the window. And watch the moment, like his first day as president, somebody's going to post a picture of like, rest in peace, uh, PC. I'm not yeah. a Mac user. I'll never toss a PC out the window. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice so I sh- what wrap up time brought up a time time yeah it is time to wrap up though guys uh, th- I actually had a good time talking about this because I actually don't get to talk about Harry Potter a lot so this is th- this was a this is a lot of fun actually and Brian I'm so glad you actually brought some of uh, the stuff like with Pottermore to mind to me. So I'm actually going to dive more into that because now I know that it's actually a, a legit official, official source. I thought it was. Oh, yeah. The essays thought, are long, too. They're good. They're like long, like books. Yeah. Well, I'm really interested in learning more about the North American school, too. Now that I know it's actually tied more to uh, Native American. Yeah. Look up the history of magic in North America. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. So and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up Michael. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That so, was good. Harry Potter trivia. Yes, let's, let's oh, do that. I want to try it. Let, let's see how much I know. That, I, I've been meaning to hold it to the end. All right. So, let's see how much I don't know. All right. Let me. Um, Anthony, we should make buzzer sounds for whenever we want to chime in. We just go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and drive people. All back. right. So, let's start with a hard one. Who played Snape as a child in Harry Potter and the Deathly Harrows Part 2? Buzzer sound. <laughs> Who was it? Will Ferrell? <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Clark. You know, an English child actor you've never heard of. Yeah, what the hell? Dude? <laughs> Why didn't Hermione have buck teeth in the movie? <laughs> All right. Because they wanted to make her pretty. No, because she had trouble talking in the prosthetic. That was the real reason? Mm-hmm. I, I never found out why they didn't have her have buck teeth. You didn't know that. She had trouble talking in the prosthetic. Yeah, because okay, because I, when I went back and read the book after the movie, I was like, wait, she's supposed to have big teeth? Yeah. I don't think that making the 11-year-olds look pretty was, an, was a priority. No. They, <laughs> they, yeah, they I just mean, got lucky as she got older. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, what kind of vehicle did Rupert Grant, who played Ron Weasley, buy with the money he made from the movies. Go ahead. He bought an ice cream truck. He did. Really? Oh, yeah. Yes, that movie. And he gives away ice cream for free. Yeah, I guess that's so awesome. Yeah. He's, he's the don't give a fuck guy, honestly. I was, I was listening to an interview with um, Daniel Radcliffe, and Daniel Radcliffe was talking about being a celebrity from Harry Potter and having trouble saying no to fans. And he told the story about no- Rupert Grant how he has it worse than Daniel Radcliffe that some fans came up to him and they were talking to him and he ended up at their house (laughs) (laughs) because he couldn't say no. (laughs) He ended up at their house. Just say no at that point. You don't know what people, you don't know what mentality those people were in. British actor Rupert Grint was found dead today in a girl. What is the name of a device used to store part of your soul? Buzzer sound. <laughs> Anthony. The Horcrux. There you go. Anybody got any trivia questions? No. 
<laughs> I kind of do, but I can't remember like what he actually says. But I, I the um, I know the translation to it for for Snape. Ask it anyway. Well, uh, what uh, whenever Snape tells. Ask Harry Potter what he gets whenever he combines uh, these several ingredients. I can't remember the name of the ingredients. You guys are just going to have to wing it. Um, what do they? What is he actually telling Harry Potter? I don't know. Buzzer sound. Anthony. I greatly regret Lily Potter's death. Yes. Because it was like Wormwood and like two other things. And it, and it roughly and it, it roughly translates out to I regret I regret Lily Potter's is death. Is that yeah. real or a fan thing? No, no, the no. plants. The plants exist in real life, like wormwood, and it's some sort of lily. Um, and and the and the third flower means some sort of death. And one of the and the other, I think, wormwood stands for regret. And yeah. the order and in the order you put it, these plants that actually exist in the real world mean create this sentence of "I regret Lily's death." Yeah. What's the name? What's the name of the actor who played Draco Malfoy? Oh. He Buzzer sound. Anthony. Um, oh, blonde guy number three. No, blonde <laughs> guy. <laughs> Michael Thomas Felton. You are correct. What show is Look he on, on right now? Yeah. <laughs> Michael. He's on the Flash. He is on the Flash. Look it up on your phone, you cheater. He also played, He also played the world's greatest douchebag in right in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I didn't know that. Well, um, I only remember his real name because he reads uh, he on Audible on the old timey Audible. The old timey Audible. He reads a story uh, from well, he reads one of R. R. A. Salvatore's short stories in The Legend of Drizzt. Oh, and that's neat. Well, he actually reads the story about how Guinevere, the Black Panther, uh, became uh, tied to the phylactery. It's actually a really good story. Is it a phylactery? I thought it was a figurine of wondrous power. Well, they call them phylactery. Oh, and I didn't read the dress books. Yeah, a phylactery is the is the little idol because they do the same thing. Uh, there was a, a lich king who did the same thing with uh, dragon liches. So, Michael, what kind of stuff do you got coming up this week? I'm hoping to uh, I'm hoping to meet with a friend. To he's got a, a a project he's working on. He might want to try and start an indie video game. He wants to talk to me about that. Otherwise, still plugging away at Nanorama. So Anthony has to go. So share your stuff real quick. Yeah, I'm just gonna be gaming, and I actually ended up deciding that I'm gonna give up on Nanorama because well, you uh, made it so far though. Here's yeah, my reasoning. Whoa, 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 here's my reasoning. The book that I was writing was legitimately making me depressed. Like, as I continue to write this thing, I started to realize I have not dealt with any of these issues myself personally. And writing this thing is really depressing me very severely. I think I should stop because I'm starting to feel extremely, extremely down whenever I write. And it kind of ruins my day. So I'm going to table it. Sorry. I'm going to table it until I figure until I work out my own mental issues and I will come back to it when I feel more mentally healthy. So next rant, Namoremo. Maybe. No, that sucks though, man. I know that's sounds that, that sounds like I'm being lazy, but that's my legit reason. No, that that's a good reason to quit. You're not drinking a lot, are you? No, I don't drink at all. Okay, good. That's not true. You drank on you drank on my birthday. I had one beer. Yeah, you I still know, I know how to stop. I know how to stop. Okay. okay. That's but fair. I gotta go because I have a baby who's crying. I have a good one, Anthony. Have a good you one. Have a nice time. On the Twitters. Yeah. Talk to me on the Twitter, people. Nerdcast radio. Bye, Anthony. Brian, come on. <laughs> so... <laughs>
Um, what do you I, got stopped, I stopped Nano, NaNoWriMo. I just had to prioritize. I needed to cut some stuff. And I was just like, I, it was just one of those things that I wasn't getting to every day. And I just said, you know, maybe another year. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to do it. I'm not getting, I'm not working on it every day like I said I would, but I have a lot of priority going on right now, especially with things going on in my home. So, but I, I'm not giving up. I'm going to try. I want to try and at least get something down, you know? It's Over. just, it, I think I learned something though that um, I probably could do a much better job if I actually have a concept in mind rather than just characters and ideas because I didn't really know where the story was going to go and it just, it was it w- I, I would literally just stare at the screen going i have no idea what to write well what i do is i actually have a, a hardbound journal that i actually put you know story ideas into and i usually ju- and i use that for to build context to build characters and and things like that and it actually helps you know find out where you want your story to go yeah that's a good idea i do that a lot i um i just applied for a job um <laughs> Just employment for a tech job, yeah. Um, so filled out my, got my resume up to date, and that means you uh, lied to us because you, you're like, I like updating my resume on on our group chat, and then come to find out it's so you can get a job. Didn't you, I say it was because I was applying for a job? When I read, it, when I what I read was it was you you like updating your resume. I didn't. See I do like updating my resume. It made me feel good. I mean, I got well, to look at like, my resume and go, wow, I've been doing this for 17 years. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I was just, it didn't seem that way. But I'm not quitting being a photographer. I'm just quitting being a starving photographer. Because you can be an artist and still have a day job. Yeah, it doesn't say that you, in, in our chat, it doesn't say that you uh, were applying for a job. But that's good, though. Are you allowed to say who they are? I, I prefer not. I don't know why. It just sounds like that's a good fine. idea to not put it public. I no, curse no. on this thing. No, that's <laughs> yeah, that's perfectly fine. Did you it, did you say that you're a, a podcast personality on your resume? No, <laughs> that's immediately that's immediately then put an extra name. Like no, not there were a few guy. creative things that I had to like add. That I mean, everything on it is honest, but there were a few things that I wanted to add that I had to be creative in the wording because I'm real into productivity, um, productivity efficiency stuff, and. Adding that without naming a specific book was something that I actually had to go on message boards and figure out how to do because you don't want to name a specific book because there might be a person in charge of hiring that's like, this is the only productivity way that I accept. So you name a specific book and it alienates you to somebody. I gotcha. All right. But I'm, I'm real into GTD productivity. I even go to a study group every other week. Huh. Well, that sounds really good, actually. Yeah, GTD is cool. You should check it out. Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity is a great book. I'm going to look into that. Is the community GTD? is a little cultish. The community is a little cultish. We're real, like, into the system. I mean, we have study groups. You can wow. check out the GTD VSG podcast. It, the study group gets posted as a podcast. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's... um. A very common sense system. It's all about getting stuff out of your head and into a trusted system. So you don't have to think about the things that you're going to do. You can think of them instead of about them. I like that. And that's what you, that's all that you got going on this week. Um, Aren't you doing something on Saturday? Well, I was. Yeah, I'm going to that um, that uh, Palm Springs Comic Con. I was really disappointed. I was supposed to go to the Getty yesterday and I had a flat tire and I couldn't go. 
Oh, we're going to do it at the Getty. There was a workshop on, um, as you would say, old timey photography. <laughs> so old timey, so old timey. No, that's cool. Well, I'm sorry you weren't able to go, though. Yeah, they do this ther- series of workshops called drop-bys that they just set up a workshop in the plaza, and you can just show up. That's really cool. And did you get your tire fixed? I'm doing it at 1 o'clock today. Good. Good, good, good. So, But, yeah, I actually had a good, I had a good time on this call today. Like I said, I don't get to talk about, talk about Harry Potter a lot. I'm secretly a big Harry Potter fan. So, yeah, uh, I, like, I like it when we just talk about a, a, a broad topic and... Yeah, go well, I like I, off the rails and talk about California Adventure. But yeah, I'm supposed to be going to Universal soon, so I, I'm I will be getting myself a wand. So I'm going to be happy about that. Uh, like Anthony said, you know, you can get him get to him on the Twitter at Nerdcast Radio. You can always get in touch with me at mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail dot com, and you can always drop a line on the Facebook page. Brian, where can they get you? Um, the best place to communicate with me is the Facebook page, um, or you could email me at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. If you message the Twitter, Anthony can can let me know. I actually have access to the Twitter now, Michael. Oh, good. So you can reach yeah. Brian and Anthony at the Twitter. I don't check it. But we'll have, like, if they say something, yeah. I know Anthony checks it, he will tell yeah. you. So yeah. You can get um, a hold of us, people. Uh, and yeah, again, I'm, I'm really good at correspondence. If you really need me to get back to you, send me an email. That's uh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good at getting back to you in email. You can also send messages to SoundCloud. Oh, I didn't know that. You can? Yeah, it works, too. You can send messages to us on SoundCloud. I'm going to just remind everybody, um, we appreciate if you review us on iTunes, Stitcher, but we understand that a lot of people listen to the podcast on phones, and it can be hard to put a review on those apps. Um, the Facebook page ha- has a review feature, so you can go to Nerd Podcast Radio on Facebook. Yeah. Most of our community is on that page. It's a great place yeah. to chat. And- yeah, and and if there's a topic, again, you know, if there's a topic you guys want to think we should cover or we should consider, or you just want to drop a line and say hey or anything, you know, our Facebook page is there for that. You can talk to us if you like. We are pretty good about responding. I'm just going to start making up people that emailed us with topics. <laughs> That'll like work. Bobby from Sarasota wants us to talk about nuclear fission. Oh my gosh! Oh, that would be good. That would be really. I don't funny. know anything about that. It would be entertaining. Yeah. So, but I had a I had a good time today. This was a good topic, and I think it's time for us to go. And as always, it's a fabulous topic. Actually, <laughs> no, it was a fantastic topic. And, and and fantastic topics and where to find them is this podcast. Yes, that's the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. So, as always, everybody stay nerdy, nerdy, stay stay informed, informed, and and stay stay awesome. Oh,